This is the Cent Sensei podcast, where we help you make sense of investments and financial markets, where we help you make sensible financial choices. I am your host, Ndwati Karanja. Having a second source of income is a goal that most of us should have. And the way we usually go about this is by typically getting a side hustle. However, sometimes you can get emotionally invested in these side hustles and forget to think of them as investments that need to make us a return. They need to make us money. And uh, without this uh, investor mindset, that's what I'm going to call it, your side hustle can become nothing but a hustle, a waste of your time and money. In this episode, I would like to help you get this investor mindset. And uh, this involves asking yourself certain questions that sophisticated investors usually ask themselves when they want to invest in a business. And these three questions are what is your profit margin, what is your asset turnover, and what leverage are you using? The first question that you need to ask about your side hustle is what is your profit margin? This is the most basic question you need to ask. And the reason for this is that when you think about just the absolute numbers in terms of profit of your business, it is possible for you to fail to have a clear picture of how profitable your business is. Let me give you an example. Take business A, which makes profits of 100,000 shillings per month. And it makes this profit from making sales of about 400,000 in that month. And so it receives 400,000 from its customers. Once you remove all the expenses that the business has, it is left with 100,000 shillings in profit. This translates into a 25% profit margin. And profit margin is just taking the profit and then dividing it by the total sales that the business has had during that period. If you compared this to another business, for example, that makes the same amount of profit, 100,000 shillings per month, however, this is from sales of 800,000, you'll find that that second business has a profit margin of 12.5%, which is lower than the first business. Therefore, the first business is a much better business because it is generating more profit from its activities. By just focusing on the 100,000 shillings profit for these two businesses, it's possible for you to be deceived and to think that these businesses are the same. However, they are not. Therefore, when you think about your side hustle, it is important for you to improve your profit margins. And the easiest way of going about this is by elevating your brand. Let me give you an example. Take Apple Incorporated, the, the ones that make iPhones and uh, MacBooks, because they have worked so hard on elevating their brand, they are able to charge high prices and they also are able to retain most of their customers and have very loyal customers. There is nobody who is uh, as loyal as someone who has just bought an iPhone. They become almost a brand ambassador, an evangelist for that brand and that is the kind of uh, customers that you need to have in your businesses you need to think about how your customers view your businesses and how you can improve 
that your goal is to make your customers willing to pay more for the product and also willing to remain with your business. And the most effective way of doing this is by elevating your brand. Therefore, that is the first question that you need to ask yourself about your side hustle. What is your profit margin? And one of the ways to make sure that you have healthy profits is to build your brand. After thinking about your profitability, you can go to the next question, which focuses on the efficiency of your business. The second question that you need to ask yourself about your side hustle is, what is your asset turnover? What does this mean? Asset turnover can be thought of as a measure of how efficient your business is at generating sales. Let us compare two companies once more. Each of these companies has sales of 400,000 shillings per month. So they receive 400,000 shillings from their customers every month. However, for the first business, business A, the owner of that business has invested 200,000 in the business. And uh, that 200,000 involves buying the equipment that is needed for the business and also buying uh, the inventory for the business. That business has an asset turnover of two. So the asset turnover is you just take the total sales, which are 400,000 shillings per month, and divide them by the investments into the business, which is 200,000 shillings. If you compare this business to another where the owner has invested 400,000 shillings into the business, you can clearly tell that this first business is much better because the second business has an asset turnover of just one. Sales of 400,000 shillings divided by the invested amount of 400,000 shillings. Therefore, the less amount of money you have tied up in your business, the more efficient that business is. And uh, one way of improving this asset turnover is by speeding up the cash conversion. Let me explain using the example of Toyota. In the 1970s, Toyota adopted something called just-in-time inventory management. In an effort to make their business more efficient, they created a system where Toyota would order parts from their suppliers to build cars after they receive an order. For example, they first of all receive an order for a specific car, then they go to their suppliers and order the parts that are going to be used to build that car. And the reason they did it this way was to reduce the amount of cash that is held up in inventories and also avoid other problems that comes from holding inventories. For example, things being destroyed or the inventory becoming obsolete. Uh, that is the same way that you need to think about your business. Think about the inventory that you have. How long? Do you usually hold on to something? And then think about how you can become more efficient at converting this inventory to cash, making sure that you're not holding on to your inventory as uh, you have done in the past. For example, could you look for suppliers who are closer to you so that uh, you do not have to order these things from uh, quite far away, which means that you're holding up more of your cash in your business. What you want is to make more sales while tying up less of your investments in your business. And for you to do this, you need to become more efficient. 
once you've thought about this, uh, the efficiency of your business, you can move on to the final question that you need to ask yourself when you have this investor mindset. And this is a complicated aspect of your business. The final question that you need to ask about your side hustle is, if you're using leverage, are you using it well? And let me explain how leverage works. Think of the business that we just talked about where the owner has invested 200,000 shillings into the business. The business makes sales of 400,000 shillings per month. And out of those sales of 400,000 shillings, they make a profit of 100,000 shillings. That translates into 50% return on the investments that the owner has made. And uh, you get that figure from dividing the profit 100,000 by the amount that the owner has invested into the business, which is 200,000 shillings in total. However, imagine if instead of that owner investing the whole 200,000 shillings from his own pocket, he just invested 100,000 shillings and then he borrowed 100,000 shillings from a bank which charges an interest rate of about 10%. The returns that he's going to make on the 100,000 that came from his pocket is now going to go up to about 90%. And that is how leverage works. You borrow money and then invest it into your business and that debt leverages your returns so that the amount that you've invested into the business earns a higher return than you would otherwise have made. And the only way for leverage to work is if the returns in the business are already higher than the interest that you would pay. For example, in our example right now, the returns were 50% in the business and the interest rate from the loan is 10%. So therefore, the leverage is working. If the interest rate is higher than the returns that the owner is getting from the business, then his total returns would actually end up being lower. That is the first thing that you need to remember about borrowing money to invest in your business. However, that is not the only thing that you need to keep in mind. If you choose to use leverage to grow your business, it needs to be less than 30% of the total investment in your business. And let me use an example. It made sense for a lot of people to use debt to borrow money, buy cars, and then use them on these ride-hailing applications. However, when the pandemic hit in 2020, they started earning less than they had anticipated. And some of these people defaulted on their loans and the cabs were repossessed by the banks. However, they wouldn't be facing this situation if they hadn't borrowed the entire amount that they needed to buy the car. If they had just borrowed a small percentage of the amount that they needed to buy the car and then used their savings to top up that investment, they would have been in a much stronger position to weather those difficult times. Therefore, when you choose to use leverage to improve the returns that you have invested in a business, remember that you are going to face business risks and the lower the amount of debt that you are going to take, the better. When a sophisticated investor is looking at a business, they usually want a business to have 30% debt or less. That is a good and, uh, and a stable business that is safe to invest in. 
You can turn your side hustle into a reliable source of a second income by having an investor mindset towards it. Think about, first of all, your profit margin. How can you improve your brand to make your customers more willing to pay more for your product? Second, think about your asset turnover. How can you run your business more efficiently to make sure that you're making more sales from less investments? And finally, consider your leverage. If you're using debt, is the interest rate lower than your returns? And how can you keep that debt at a 30% or lower level? We often work very hard on our side hustles, but not necessarily in a smart way. Keep these things that we've talked about in mind and uh, the effort that you put into your hustle is more likely to pay off. This has been the Sense Sensei podcast. We release new episodes on Wednesdays and Fridays. Please subscribe and leave a comment on your favorite podcast provider. I am Ndwati Karanja. Until next time.